Are you seriously starting this? <laughs> you fucking dick. Hi everyone. I'm, I'm not even going to edit that out. We're leaving that in. That's that's the best way to start it. <laughs> Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Wagoncast, the 427 Sports Podcast. I'm Tom O'Patterson and I'm Connor Hughes. And we're back with another week's worth of ramblings and talking shite. Um, before we start, I'd like to just say thank you for listening to us. Our followership on Spotify has actually been quite good. Um, and okay. our YouTube following as well. If you could check us out on YouTube at 47 Motorsports, we do more of this rambling and talking and building cool cars and stuff. And I think that's, that's basically it. Yeah, if you could check out our web store as well, 47 Motorsports.co.uk forward slash store. And maybe buy something so that we can afford car parts to make more videos. <laughs> That's literally all it goes to. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, it is the 1st of February. I could never say it properly. I think it's because I know that it's spelt weirdly, I try to emphasize how to pronounce it. And then it just doesn't... February. Right. February. It's like Wednesday, isn't it? Yes. Wednesday. Yeah, I sometimes find myself saying Wednesday and you just Witness day. Witness me. You kinda just sound like a <laughs> dick when you pronounce it is the problem. But I would say Wednesday, but sometimes it does just come out as Wednesday and I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You need shot. Wednesday. My dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh last week what did we get up to? Last week we talked about was that our dream garage? Last week? Oh. Uh, no, that was the week before, wasn't it? What did we talk about last week? I can't even remember now. It's probably not that important anyway. Realistically. Nah. No, it's irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, I think it was last week, I talked about getting Veronica running. Didn't Have you I? done that? Uh, well, uh, excuse you. It, it ran. <laughs> it ran last week. Now it's actually further away from running. Ah. <laughs> uh. So this, this week's a sort of accomplishment. Uh, I finally got Time of Elf ordered and we started to put it on and we kind of just forgot how to do it really. It had been so long. So. Just forgot what a timing belt was. How do timing belt? But uh, when we've got started, it's just so bloody cold outside. Because the thing is, we have stuff in the garage at the minute. So you put a car in, you can't close the door down. So you're just getting bombarded with fucking cold and wind and my old boy's not the youngest fella like so cold doesn't really doesn't work for doesn't him <laughs> yeah doesn't agree with any of us really does it it's... no but and there's more snow on the way i'm told oh crap well that's awesome as a subaru owner and it's shite as a guy anything who... else owner. yeah as a as a human that's shite yeah <laughs> but uh now we're in the process of doing time build as of tonight we just got it on and timed properly and turned it over by hand and all and everything seems okay so okay. tomorrow will be um just double checking the pump timing itself and hopefully putting all together turning the key and having it start but i had a really bad discovery when i was working on it what did you discover uh, you know how in like your wheel arch um you have this like plastic arch liner it's called that stops all the dirt and all gathering and oh I do. I well do. that's that's a load of bollocks <laughs> basically I was it find not there? All, it, all it does is it a load of bollocks that it exists like does was it not in there or no it was there and that was the problem all oh. it does is let the dirt gather and then make difficult to get rid of that's all it does because I took my arch liner off and what did I find I found a load of dirt clumped up and some rot so oh. that was not Ouch. fun so that's Ouch. what i'm gonna have to deal with now but uh that's I, I don't have a rant this week so i thought i'd go straight in there with my accomplishment and my accomplishment was finding out that all of my cars in some way are fucked that's that's very tragic but <laughs> it's, it's sad isn't it? that's the reality thanks for sharing <laughs> yeah it's the reality of owning cars i guess what have you been up to? Well, I've just finished my video, my first history video. First history it's video. Called... I think it's your first self. Well, it's, it's my video, first really? video, yeah, yeah. It is, surely, yeah. 
Hej der Sale. Dørene. Um, Did you feel nervous, not... or? No, because I mean, you're just recording into the microphone, aren't you? It's been like this. Yeah, but a lot of people don't like that. Like, I mean... Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I don't I don't like it. I don't like being on camera. Well, you picked a great profession <laughs> to try and get into it. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But... Not so much that I won't do it, you know? Yeah. Well, um, But yeah, if, you, if you're into... Uh, obscure Mercedes estates from the 1950s, 60s. Go and have what, a look at my What decade is that? The 50s, 60s? The 50, the year 5060. <laughs> <laughs> Not much has changed, but they live underwater. <laughs> ha! Oh, I just busted that joke, did I? <laughs> oh. Sorry. Not sure I want to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> not only do I not like being in front of the camera, but I also don't like this podcast anymore. Uh, one more thing, I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> um, there's some news. Is there? Bebo's coming back. That's yeah, obviously... I was actually just about to bring that up. So what obviously, was it, last week? The week we were before? doing. It was maybe three weeks ago we were talking about that. Jesus, is long Obviously. Somebody in Norway or wherever Bebo is from. There's people from Norway. I figured Bebo was like started in some council estate in England somewhere. <laughs> Let me confirm this for you. But uh, yeah, we fucking we started talking about Bebo, did a podcast on it, and sure, there you go. Sure enough, who announces they're coming back? Fucking Bebo. Bebo. I'm 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 excited for that. I I'll be honest. I don't know if I'll prefer it to Facebook. It all depends on how they do it. But I just, I always loved the individuality of Bebo compared to anything else. I can tell you right now, I'm not making a Bebo Because <laughs> <laughs> I am not eight years old. Ah, oh, come on. The year crack. is not 2006. Are you not going to be my other half on Bebo? <laughs> oh, give me your loves every day. I was going to say, where is the love? <laughs> Question mark. W-E-R is that love. <laughs> Where is that love? DJ Kami. Um, <laughs> Bebo's um, actually from, from San Francisco. Really? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I didn't think it would be American. It always just seemed like a British thing to me. Like, I don't I suppose... know any Americans who talk about Bebo. And, like, I have a lot... I, I have many... two American friends. <laughs> <laughs> All two of them do not speak about Bebo. Them. How often do we speak about Bebo though? That's been dead for uh, too often for how long it's been dead, you know? Yeah, once was too many, really, wasn't it? You shut and your mouth. Like I'll have you know, there's another week goes by where I don't have a passing thought about Bebo. <laughs> Seriously? No. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know what it's like? Like every now and again, you just get around and fuck. I remember Bebo. Bebo was some crack. Literally never. It's usually whenever I go to change my cover photo on Facebook and I think, fuck, I wish I could just make my whole profile stand out a bit more. Well, that's what the cover photos were meant to do originally, weren't they? Yeah, ooh, that's a one big <clears> photo <throat> at the top of your thing. Class, I... Although I remember them coming in, it was a big deal. Trying to find oh, yeah, the yeah. perfect photo for it. I think my first cover photo was actually a 427V8. Was it? Not. I think so, go. vaguely. Destiny. That's its density. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, that's I haven't anything to rant about this week. Have you anything to rant about? No. <laughs> you never ever. fucking do. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, Nothing bad ever happens to me. Speaking of <laughs> throwbacks, well, that's oh. bollocks for <laughs> a start. <laughs> what? <laughs> fucking bingo, bingo. with the. Uh, Talking about people coming back and all. No one I've been watching. What have you been watching? I have been watching a full playthrough. Now, I don't normally watch. <laughs> Do you think I wasn't going to mention this in the podcast? <laughs> You've been watching a full playthrough of Driver 3. Yes, I have. Um, now, when you, first, when you first said this to me, I thought you were actually going to play it. Oh, Jesus, but no. no. I couldn't but play now it. Now I realized. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the you worst games ever. I couldn't play you just that. Just sat for three hours and watched somebody play it. I'm not even finished it. I'm. A, it's it's great telling people. It's like, oh yeah, I'm about halfway through the game. <laughs> I've been watching it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never once actually thought like it's 
gaming on YouTube is a huge deal, as a lot of people know. And I've never once felt the need to watch a game being played by somebody. Like, I get funny videos and things like that. Yeah, fair enough. Or reviews. But I've never once thought, fuck, I, I'd love to play this. But I really can't be arsed. I'll just watch somebody else play it instead. Are you where you stream games several nights a week? Yeah, but I'd be funny. I try is this and be guy, funny. What, is this guy just dead ass playing through it? Yeah, he, he doesn't very much. No, he doesn't say a word. It's just Serious? Yeah, it's it's literally just and it's like he's a professional because like he knows <laughs> no legit well no okay. Trying to afford does he? I say professional, he's a virgin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's obviously played the game far too many times because like he goes into a mission and he knows immediately where the bad guys spawn and he's there mm. before they've even spawned and you see them spawn and he kills them like it's yeah he, he knows far too much what he's doing but he's, he doesn't say a word like it's as if you're just watching the, the game being played <laughs> i guess playing it's, that game all the way through once is too many times frankly I, I couldn't play that game once the whole way through ever I don't like, think I ever did. I think I used to take the Citroen, Citroen H vans out and the grenade launcher and like blow stuff up with a grenade launcher. Uh, those are and the then I'd maybe go and I'd go and kill T- Timmy Frizzetti up in the tower. <laughs> the grenade launcher had such a distinct sound in that game. It was like a <laughs> dunk, 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 <laughs> dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> those are the days. But... And then driver, I think was it driver parallel lines where like you know the way they always used to try and do something different with the Atari logo at the start. Yes, I think they made it grenade launcher, didn't they? they made yes, it, like, and then like seventies police cars come past or something like that. I really liked parallel lines. I thought it was a good game. I loved parallel lines. I wonder, like I suppose I should probably go into it. Driver three, drive three R, drive through it, <laughs> drive through, drive through, <laughs> drive through at McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> Driver 3 actually is one of the most infamous games of the PS2 era. So, do you, do you know the story? Terrible. Yeah, do you know the story? Not really. Uh, or do they... you just see me and Doyle talking about it in the group chat and then be like, ha ha ha, yeah. Ha <laughs> ha, <laughs> video games. Um, oh, yes. Ooh, la, la. No, actually, I don't know the story. And I did own that game at the time. It was one of the few games that me you and Doyle probably did own. I think so. Yeah, I think it's it's probably is. It's probably one of the only. Because you were, I can't, I can't think of another one. You weren't we all had... fortunate enough to play Grand Turismo, which you need nope. to do. I think no. really you should get yourself an emulator on PC and play Grand Turismo Four. I think you'd like it just with a controller. Like you don't need to go in like that. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, you should do. I started replaying it actually on PC and it was class. Was I haven't played it very much, like, but it's the nostalgia. I suppose actually, no, you won't have the same nostalgia because you didn't play it. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, fair enough. You're not going to get the same. Better not do it at all, then. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to get the same <laughs> tingles when you start the game and hear the menu music and all. It's just going to be odd for you, I suppose. But anyway, back to Drive yeah. Three. Drive Three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what happened with it was uh, it came out. I want to say 2003 was it? It must have been about then. Let me check. I'd say 2003 because Parallel Lines came out. I think 2006 because that's when it was set in 1976 and 2006. 2004 for Driver 3. Jesus, it probably should have came out in 2006 <laughs> if they had the time to make it properly. Yeah. But uh, Atari was in very deep water at the time and they, they were in the deep creek with no paddles and no scuba diving gear and they were struggling. Mm-hmm. like, And they thought that Driver 3 would be the snorkel to get them out of it. Yeah. I'm going to stop with that analogy because I'm running out of things already. Yeah, you've gone a long way with that. I'm, I'm going into that certain creek myself with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so the game, the Driver series actually was a bigger deal than Grand Theft Auto. Um, It was the first 3D open world. And then Grand Theft Auto took the idea when GTA 3 came out. But Driver 3 was to be the first PS2 one after the PS1. Obviously, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know why I felt the need to clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> could have been PSX, <laughs> but they uh, could have, could have been. But uh, yeah, so Atari basically rushed like fuck at Reflections, who made the game, to get it out. It was they wanted to get it out the 
before San Andreas came out because they knew if it didn't come out before San Andreas, they were fucked. Yeah, but the game was nowhere near ready. Like, nowhere near ready at all. It was so bad. But it was so bad that the leaders of Atari bribed all of the magazine companies and all of the websites to give it good reviews. And then that this, must have cost them a fortune. Oh, it cost them so much. But this information then got leaked. And any see on because at the time you would have had forums were huge back then. And you'd have had GameSpot and IGN and all that. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have bought the magazine, which you wouldn't do now. Exactly. Atari were paying people to be moderators on those forums to delete comments that were negative about the game. That is and I don't use this phrase lightly. A holy Tara. <laughs> it is a holy Tara. Atari were paying people to not say anything bad about it. And <laughs> like when the game released, everybody was saying about how good the game was. They were lying through their teeth. And they give it all the good reviews. It was getting perfect tens and everything. And it's like, that game does not deserve perfect tens. No. It was so bad, like the glitches and it were terrible. Like I'm watching this playthrough, right? He's playing it on PC, like fucking 15 years later, on yeah. full settings, like highest graphics and all, like and really giving the game the best chance it can have. And you'll see things just randomly spawn, or a cutscene will start, and a pedestrian will run into the car that you're in, and they just keep <laughs> running on the spot in the middle of a cutscene <laughs> when two people are talking. <laughs> Clear as day, oh, like right God. in front of you, like and just the transitions between the missions and everything. It was so so bad, but it was so nostalgic because the music in it was so early two thousands. Everything about that game is so early two thousands. Like it's the oh, yeah. like it's a it's a recurring thing now. Whenever we're drinking, to put on the driver three soundtrack, <laughs> like it's just so good. You just put it on and just sit there in nostalgia about how fucking class this game was because you were five years old at the time and you thought, it, well, you weren't five because it was 2004. You know what I mean? You were young at the yeah. time when it came out and it seemed like the best game ever. And then you look at it, it now did. and you're like, this is shite. Like, in my memory, that game has, like, lifelike realism. <laughs> oh, yeah. Un- unrivaled. Like, any game yeah. with a burnout button. Should be the oh, best yes. game ever. You push a button <laughs> deliberately, or like you push it and it deliberately makes a guard spin the wheels and smoke everywhere. Why I remember I never, I never liked pressing the burnout button. I didn't want to like ruin the car. Are you serious? Oh, you <laughs> big girl's blouse. As a fan of muscly cars, it was the most awesome thing ever to have a burnout button. Like, but yeah, I bet it was. Yeah. Like, I only I tried to play the story of it, I think maybe. A year or two ago. Yeah, it was about a, when I was living in Doak and I had my PS2 set up, I decided I would have a go at actually doing the story of Driv 3 or because it had take a ride mode, which was just open world, which is what I would have done when I was younger because sure, I didn't know about yeah. missions and stuff. I wanted to play it, I did two missions and said to myself, I actually can't play this and stop playing it. It was that bad. No, I bet it is. I bet it is that bad. Um, that's just exactly why I decided disaster. to watch the playthrough on YouTube because I was like, I want to see <laughs> the story, but fuck, I could not play that game. Not out of laziness, but just because the game was so bad. But I wanted to know what happened. So that's that's the reason why I decided, you know what, I'll try and watch a playthrough. I might do it more of games that I can't actually find out there. Because I've always wanted to see, did you ever play the true crime games? Nope. I never played them either, but I'm curious to see what they were like. You know, they were big at the time. And yeah, they were, yeah. I remember saying they were right. Yeah, and the, what was the other one? The Getaway. Never played it either. I never played it. Doyle's a big fan of The Getaway, probably just because it's all real yokes in it, which is pretty cool, actually, to be fair. But uh, I remember playing or watching him play it for a bit of his house. Like recently, this isn't years ago, but like, Last year, maybe the year before, because he driving wanted... the fucking Rover seventy five. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and like, there's no heads up display, so you have no idea where you're going. The only way you can tell where you're going is the driver puts on the indicators to let you know you're meant to turn left there. 
Jesus Christ. So, like, I'd seen it. I was like, fuck, I couldn't play that. I have no nostalgia for it because I never had it, so I couldn't play it. But I'd be interested to see what it's like. Because it's basically a fucking... What do you call the man who did Lockstock Two Smoking Barrels? Oh, Guy Ritchie? Guy Ritchie. Was it yeah. Guy Ritchie? Yeah, yeah, it's basically a Guy Ritchie game, like, is what I've been told. It's got the fucking Vauxhall um, VX220 in it. <laughs> Lotus Elise. I tell you. Oh, what, yeah. <laughs> I know it actually is. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it technically, but it's not. <laughs> but it, but, no. Uh, uh, mm, okay. It's more rare than Lotus Elise. <laughs> That's and not a good thing. I dare. S- it's it's no. not more rare because it's better. It's more rare because nobody fucking wanted them, or the ones they did buy went to scrap. Yeah. Like, End of discussion. Yeah, you don't buy a car like like that and put a Vauxhall badge on it. Like the Lotus Elite. Well, no. like, I was gonna say if you just put a Vauxhall badge in a Lotus Elite, you wouldn't like it. But that's what they did, and nobody did like it. So fair enough. <laughs> My point stands. I've, what game have you ever went back and played a game from your childhood and be like, I remember this being so much better? Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, that's controversial it, because it's still oh. it's still what it was, but what it was was more impressive back then. Really? Because most of the missions you just run around and do X and then bring X back to Y. But you can narrow every game down to that if you really wanted to. Every racing game's whole career is just shut down in one sentence there like well, yeah but it's different for a racing game because that's just what you're doing isn't it but oh i don't know i i, I i'm gonna have to disagree with you there because like again that same place dope uh when i just moved there and had the ps3 set up shay came over instead and he he started and finished the entire game in one night that's he, really impressive uh, his knowledge of that game knows no bounds <laughs> I mean, not. I remember when we were younger. He had it on GameCube, you see, so I could never play it on his because the buttons were too weird. All the button prompts would come up on screen, and I'd be like, "What the fuck's a Y button? Get the fuck!" Yeah, right. Not who had a fucking GameCube. Later, me, but Shay had a GameCube on a PS2, and I had a PS2, and then eventually got a GameCube. But yeah. like, nah, any game I actually really wanted to play, what I fuck getting GameCube? Where's my X square circle and triangle? That's what I want to know. That's it, I PS2 as well. But no, I put loads of hours on Hit and Run. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I'd probably enjoy it now again if I played, played it. It's like rewatching something when you're older. You get lots of things that you didn't get when you were younger. Yeah. There's quite a lot of that in Hit and Run. Like There were quite a few jokes when me and Shay were playing that I laughed at now, knowing full rightly I would not have laughed at it when I was younger. Like, Yeah, yeah. My problem with hit and run is, see, he finished it, but I never did because I wasn't very responsible with game discs when I was younger. Were you not? We had six copies of Grand Theft Auto Vice City. That's really impressive. Because we kept scraping them and leaving them out and they'd get damaged and then you'd get disc read error. I think we had maybe three San San Andreas. (laughs) <laughs> three copies of that because again yeah. we kept breaking them but hit and run i remember uh we got as far as level five which i remember being a poos level which had the trans am um, yes that's right yeah yeah I, we got as far as that and then the disc broke and then we never got another one so me and dave never finished it oh but, that's but, tragedy i know that's an absolute tragedy because we both did it and thought it was great and by we both i mean i watched dave play it which was <laughs> Most of my that's, childhood, really, watching Dave play games, so I could. That's the like, younger brother, Carol. There, pretty much like. But sure, Josh is the same with uh, me. Josh will never <laughs> get the full experience though of having Need for Speed Underground two, and five people in your school all having the save data called Dave, because your brother was <laughs> the only person to complete the game and unlock all of the cars and things. So you would let your friends <laughs> copy your memory card. So they could all customize the cars. <laughs> I never told them that, but legit, about five or six people all had Dave memory saves of Need for Speed on the crank. <laughs> he doesn't know. He was the most prolific Need for Speed player in Kitty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dave was the king of Underground 2. <laughs> never forget. So, yeah, any other games, or is it just that one? Did I play it? Um, I was into Call of Duty. Like Finest um, Hour and stuff like that? 
Shining Star was the first one I had. That was and my I remember first that. ever first person shooter. I remember that being like photorealistic as well, but it wasn't. Oh, it really wasn't. I still enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think I ever got past the. I never finished it. Or did I? No, well, I how old it. would you have been then? Oh, 2003. I would have been. I got it when it was new. Jesus. Uh, Fair play to your math for letting you have that when you were younger. Mind you, I, I know it's very it. strange. <laughs> you weren't allowed Grand Theft Auto. When yeah, you but were I was like allowed... college duty. Yes. Um, no, oh, seven. I was seven. Fuck your. Eventually, eventually, I did play it, but I couldn't get past. You were the seven. American missions in 2003. Yeah. Hang on a minute. I would have been six, and there's not one year between us, so. Uh, ninety. <laughs> I'm terrible at math. You are um, shite. <laughs> <laughs> what was I? Eight, nine. Yeah, I was gonna say like you. You definitely nine in 2003, was it? Well, I don't know, but you sure as fuck weren't six <laughs> or seven. Even you definitely weren't. But anyway. Uh, but anyway, yeah, no, I, that was photorealistic in my memory, but it's definitely not. The worst yeah. is when it's PS1 games because like PS2 games can kind of, kind of pass, but I mm-hmm. remember having was it Need for Speed Porsche 2000 or Porsche Unleashed or something like that, which is the reason that no video games today can have Porsche. Well, that used to be the truth. It's not the truth anymore. But EA had exclusive rights to Porsche basically ever since that game. And I remember it. Oh yeah, so Porsche wasn't in anything except for EA games. Challenge yeah. everything. But uh, yeah, so Gran Turismo had Roof instead. Forza, I think Forza, they give the rights to Porsche to Forza. Microsoft obviously had deeper pockets. Yeah. And then by the time Forza 3 came along, they were only available as downloadable content, but not in the main game. Which yeah. I reckon was probably part of it too, but uh, but yeah, I remember that game being amazing when I was younger, and then looking at it when I was older and being like, "What the actual fuck?" Turns out I remembered it being the PC version, even though it was the PS One version. <laughs> I looked at the PC version screenshots and it looked really good, but the PS One <laughs> version did not, and I was like, "How the fuck do I remember it looking like the PC one?" You upgraded your memory. <laughs> yeah, I upgraded my RAM. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I suppose we should probably start talking about cars, should we? Mm, I suppose we're good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's half an hour in. It's probably about time we talk at least a little bit about cars. So, yeah. 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 we decided we'll kind of make our podcast a bit of talking shit like this was, and then look at the, the news, uh, or our Irish take on the news of automobiles in the last week or so. So, yeah. did you get much news? Shall I start? or You start. Well, I'm going to start with a sore subject. Um, do you know how Volkswagen is really good at telling the truth about their emissions? No, I don't know that at all. Oh, well, Porsche is being done for emissions scandally as well. <laughs> as of this week. Got, got. Yeah, so it's it's only a minor one. As far as I'm concerned, the other one was fucking minor too, but we'll not get into that. <laughs> uh, it's a minor problem, but there was a an add-on or an option for some models in their range, like the Sport Chrono Package or whatever. But basically, what it does Chrono is... Package? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it puts a big, it puts a new cabin filter in your car. <laughs> anyway, that's not a bad idea. It, probably not. You probably should replace your cabin filter more often than most people do. Yeah, what, like never? Yeah, or just don't have one, like most of my cars don't. Mm. But uh, Mm. yeah, this Sport Chrono, C-H-R-O-N-O, just to clarify. It's basically a sport button that allows you to change your driving styles from like normal to sport and blah, blah, blah. Something that people with too much money want in their car to pretend they're going to drive it fast, even though they never will. Yeah, uh, yeah. So one of the settings uh, lets out too many of the bad boy gases, and now they can't sell them anymore. Oh, so uh, Volkswagen is just, back at is it just... again. 
but surely that's just recall fix it. <clears throat> I don't know, because, like, I mean, well, they probably will do it, because it was a big recall with the Volkswagens, wasn't it? But basically, they just can't sell them now, so whether they're going to fix it and then they can sell them again or what, I don't know. I didn't really read into the article too much, because I didn't care enough, but I wanted something to start off with. Scrap them all. Scrap them all the fuck. Give everybody <laughs> nine thirty turbos. Sorted. Yeah, I'll get that. <laughs> you got anything? Yeah. Have you ever been to a car show? Like in in general, or just say yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you yes. have because I was there. <laughs> I was there. Yes. Yes, like a car car show. Oh, you was know, it like, like Geneva? Geneva, yeah. Oh, I mm. thought you meant this in like loads of dickheads and lower Volkswagen standing around well, the we've, field. Vaping. We've been there loads of times. Yeah, we've but, done um, times. Some might even call that cool. Frankfurt, the international car show at Frankfurt, which is Germany's national one. That's a big one. So, <clears throat> it's not going to be in Frankfurt anymore. Well, well what, what are they going to call it now? <laughs> they moved, they, well, it was never called Frankfurt, it was always the IAA. I've never heard it called that. I've always heard it called Frankfurt Motor Show. Well, anyway, it's not going to be in Frankfurt. It's going to be in Munich. But it's not going to be in Munich anyway because of COVID. So you've got to do it online. (laughs) So they're moving it to cancelled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually, the Detroit Motor Show was cancelled that day. So that's what what I thought you were going with. Which one was cancelled? The Detroit Motor Show as well. Oh, was it? Just Are they doing this virtual thing? Not that I know of. I think they just cancelled it out, right? What's this? That's what they're thing? they're saying with this. They're going to make it virtual, so what you like look at it online. Which oh, oh wow! So you can I would have thought pictures of cars. Yeah, basically go to the manufacturer's website and have a look at what they've got. That's it's, so stupid. It's a bit weird, isn't it? It's a bit ridiculous. They'd be as well off getting three D models of the cars and making an interactive game or something. Fuck's sake! <laughs> that would actually be really cool if like if they are making motor shows say a thing of the past they probably aren't but like with covid no, all, all of these car companies will have cad files of their vehicles because that's just the way things are done now that's just the way it is yeah so why don't they all just get together and then hand Cobbles. their cad Cobbles. files to whoever wants to run it and then you just have an interactive motor show as like a computer program or as a free download or whatever or yeah. a paid download say whatever the price of a ticket is subtract some because you're not actually going down the link. Uh, it go. wasn't very much. Maybe like a tenner each. Oh, it was cheap to about. Geneva, wasn't it? Geneva, yeah. That was probably to balance out the cost of a can of Coke. Yes. How much? <laughs> it was... Oh. The fiver. Oh, that's insane. Like, yeah, so for the listeners who don't know us, uh, what year? Is it 2015? It was the year I got Debbie. 2015, yeah. Yeah, so 2015, me and Connor... Went to Geneva for a day, mm-hmm. as you do. Left, for the motor show, don't yeah, you know? Left stupidly early, returned stupidly late. But uh, we went to the Geneva Motor Show for the day because Connor spontaneously bought tickets to it and was like, here, do you want to go to Geneva? And I was like, I met me someday. And he was like, class, I've got tickets. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's Student not exaggerating. <laughs> that was literally what it was. <laughs> but uh, so we went to Geneva and... I think the, it was awesome, but the biggest shock, I think, was the price of everything. The price of stuff was insane. Like, the, the Swiss franc is a fair bit stronger than the pound. It's crazy. Like, So a can of Coke was like a fiver. I bought... I think I bought me... You went to find a toilet or something. I bought me and Chrissy a, two Ben and Jerry's cookie sandwich things. Did you have to take that alone? Fucking nearly did. It was over a tenner for the two of them. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh, that's mental. The same thing, for context, the same thing is going to be like two pounds here. So, like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's expensive. Uh, you really couldn't do that with COVID, though. Do you remember what that was like? Oh, that was crazy. All the fucking booth girls coming up to you with their looks. We should go again. <laughs> <laughs> Federico Aliprandi was there. That's right. Met an internet friend that I had known for about five years. Finally met yep. him in person. That was fun. That was. Talked to Alois Roof. 
the guy. Yeah, hello, it's Roof. Gave us about 20 minutes of his time, which is really yeah, good. The founder of the car company, Roof, who were in Gran Turismo and all that. He talked to us about how he founded the company and all. Not even in like a speech or anything. Like he was just talking to literally me, Connor, and Feed. Like it wasn't yeah. a seminar or anything. He was just talking to. He's just people. having a chat. He's yeah. Just... And he wasn't even. To to him. He wasn't even arrogant <laughs> about it because, like, to us, being surrounded by Porsches and things, that's a big deal. Like that's. Yeah, uh, Ferrari won't let you on their stand unless you are a Ferrari owner. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, it's a bit, a bit wanky of them, I think. Yeah, I mean, the reason you go to a car show is to look at things that someday you might own. You know? But uh, not so for like, Ferrari. Case in point, I went. you wanted to look at the Abarth 124 Spider, which wasn't even there, I don't think. No, it was. I wanted to look at the Alpine A110, which wasn't there yet. Ah, that's what it was. And I wanted mm-hmm. to look at the then brand spanking new Mazda MX-5. And I yeah. got to sit in it and look around it and all, and it was great. But like, yeah. that's why you go to those, because you're like, fuck, I'd love to see what that's like in the flesh. And then you go to the Ferrari stand, and they're like, fucking shit, get away, <laughs> immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like, that's how I felt. Yeah. Good Italian impression there. <laughs> Thanks. Once it goes more European, it's just all the same. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> Fucking blade, get off my stand. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking peasant. In you motherfucker, I will kill you. <laughs> When the fuck did Forrest come to go to the fucking car show? <laughs> Jenny, this is the new Ferrari. <laughs> We's yeah, like peas and carrots. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But uh, yeah, no, I'd fucking, I'd love to go again. Hopefully, the I nearly, I nearly bought one of those one two four spiders. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad you didn't too. Yeah. I'm not glad that you did buy what you bought, <laughs> but. Sure, that was bought before then, anyway. Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? Because, like, if I had known that there was a nice, reliable modern car there, I would not have said, let's take the dodgy Mark II Golf I bought two nights beforehand. Uh, That literally must have been the case because it was there. Are you sure? I don't think it was. I think Mm, you're talking shit. How can we check? How can we check? It's all Facebook. No, I don't think you had the Abarth. It's all Facebook power. Or maybe the Abarth was in England and you flew over. That was it. That's the one. That was <clears> it, <throat> yeah. So you did have it, but you didn't have it in the country. So fair enough. Mm-hmm. So he trusted me with the Mark II Golf, none of which have ever had a good track record for me. And then it died a couple of years later. But she was good on that one trip to Dublin. Yep, she was the best. <laughs> That. that was that was the whole basis for you buying it back. Pretty much it. it was good on that one drive, and then we took me to Dublin once, and then it broke. <laughs> a whole hundred miles. Oh well. Well, I have some more news. Again, it's you. sad. Oh, I have lots of news here. Well, good. I have four more stories. One is only a sentence, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> Let's hear it then. So, have you ever heard of a company called Edelbrock or Edelbrock? Sounds like it should be Edelbrock, doesn't it? Edelbrock. It does. They're an American company. They, you'll know Brock. their logo. If you look, their logo is red with white swirly writing. It it would be on lots of muscle cars and NAS cars and things like that. They do engine parts. Oh, yeah. They've been around since, I think, the 40s or 50s, I think. They're, they're a big name in the American car parts world. They'd have been around... You're wrong. They've been around since 1938. Jesus, as long as that. So they'd have been like big in the hot rod scene along with like Moonays and stuff like that. Yeah. Their yeah. name would be associated with that. Well, they've just closed down their main headquarters, which means that it's looking very likely that they could be closing down for good, which is a huge loss to the aftermarket scene. Yeah. Now, it's one thing to have a department closed down of a modern company, but when something's been around for that long, that's not a good sign. They've survived everything, like gas crisis and everything, Like, but that's that's not a good sign. But some good news. Yeah. Um, 
this week, well, technically last week, was Mazda's 101st birthday. Happy birthday, Mazda. They were founded on the 30th of January, 1920. Some fun Mm. facts. They started out as a company that made cork, as in, like, not the county, but the stuff they put in bottles of wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. we know what cork is. Um, Just just to clarify. Uh, (laughs) They started out making cork, and then they went bankrupt, and then they started making tools for machinery instead, and then they went bankrupt. And... (laughs) <laughs> real good track record like. <laughs> <laughs> and then they decided to make cars which worked for 10 years and then they went bankrupt uh, <laughs> they made their first rotary car in 1967 which was the Cosmo which you may know as the white car that was in a lot of Gran Turismo's they have a big happy face on them as as all Mazdas do and then they became known really as the true pioneers of the the wankle rotary engine for years up until the end of the rx8 they continually made rotary engines and with the rx series you'd have had the rx3 the rx500 concept car i think the rx7 the rx8 rotary was what they wanted to do and they didn't make very much money on them it was more the passion of wanting to keep it alive which you gotta respect really yeah because rotaries are not very good no, nothing about them is good. They're, 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 they're interesting, terrible. but they're shite. Yeah. <laughs> Realistically, like, they're shite. But yeah. uh, if, if they were great, more people would make them. Uh, exactly. So, yeah, they filed for bankruptcy in 1973 due to the oil crisis. Hmm. And as anybody who has a rotary will tell you, they eat a lot of oil. So, fair enough. But... The mighty Mazda MX-5 saved their bacon in 1989, which became the best-selling two-seater convertible sports car in history, overtaking the Lotus Elan, the Lotus Elise, the MGs, all of that. MX-5 blew them out of the water, and they still make it to this day. So, happy birthday, Mazda. You're fucking happy awesome. Birthday. Uh, in other news, Jaguar, uh, Jaguar Land Rover are finally doing good again. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, they're doing good. The first time since Ford owned them. Probably, it yeah. Be. It actually must be. It must be. Uh, they're doing good again. Sales are picking up in China again because uh, a lot of their range is electric now. Yes. And believe it or not, one of the biggest saving graces, even though I haven't seen a single one of them in person. The the, Velar. No, the new Defender. The new Defender. Seen a new Defender? Not in person, nope. Never. Serious? Never. Never. I've been seeing them for months. Well, you're surrounded by posh people, aren't you? I only live 20 minutes from you. (laughs) (laughs) In the posh end of town. But I, uh, yeah. To be fair, we, we've got the, the Jag Land Rover dealership here, which probably... That would make sense. Probably. Actually, I think I told you this. I've seen them being uh, resold already in independent dealerships. That's crazy. Which, uh, suggests problems, doesn't it? Or it suggests that they are very hard to get and people are buying them and selling them all straight away, much like the W123 wagon. <laughs> did you learn that from my video? Yes, I did. <laughs> For more fun facts like that, check out our latest video. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it suggests that maybe there's a waiting list for them. But yeah, the Defender is selling really well, so it's giving them their profit. They're finally doing well. They... Mm. My last story is oh, yeah. a wholesome one, or not, depending on if you're a tinfoil hatter or not. Okay. Uh, so there was a big snowstorm in Oregon. I don't know if you heard this, did you? No. Uh, and big traffic jam in it, and there were some healthcare workers in it, and they yeah. got caught in this snowstorm, and they were actually in the process of delivering COVID vaccines. Okay. And they were going to expire, 
because you have to get keep them within certain. They're gonna be cold. I imagine they were probably the Pfizer ones, weren't they? So they probably even had to be. I knew you were gonna ask, and I didn't look it up. I probably should have. <laughs> I think it's, it's the Pfizer one that has to be transported at like minus eighty degrees. Possibly, although it was a fucking snowstorm. Just grab some snow. And... <laughs> Whack it in there. Hello, I'll have a vaccine on ice, please. Vaccine on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were stuck in the snowstorm and the vaccines that they had left were going to go, they were going to expire. So they basically went from car to car and administered them out to anybody that wanted them. Which oh, nice. was sound. So they went then and uh, gave some people some vaccines just because they didn't want them to go to waste. And being America, somebody is probably going to sue them in a week or two. Yep. Completely yeah, that it made their child retarded or something. You know, <laughs> the, the child was born seven years ago, but all of a sudden now you've taken this vaccine and you're retarded. <laughs> so, uh, I've, I've been to Oregon. Have you? Time to Oregon, yeah. Where is Oregon? Just above California. Oh, that's where the trail is. The Oregon Trail, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to get this. <laughs> just say they'll get this vaccine and then die of this tree. <laughs> you were driving no. through a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with your wagon? <laughs> Fuck's sake. I wonder how many people will actually get that. Does anybody... is, is that a popular thing? People like, like the Oregon Trail, don't they? They know about it. I know it's, it's, a, it's an internet thing. It's well known, but like in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the car way of things <laughs> maybe not maybe not so that's that's pretty much all i have for this week i've given you all of my new stories you didn't give me much talking to work with so uh <laughs> there's just not a lot going on is there there's not a lot going on really at the minute though it's the car industry is a very difficult one at the minute. apparently dealerships were doing well last year according to an article i read but mm, i mean it's it's How? both a great time and a hard time to be a car enthusiast. It's Real a great blessed. time because <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time to be a car enthusiast because you're getting if you're fortunate enough to be in a position where you can, people are getting lots of free time to finally work on the projects that they wanted to do for ages. Case in point, all of my cars at the minute. But also, mm-hmm. it's the hardest time because well, you can't go and see people. You're. It's incredibly frustrating to be working on some a, a project you've had for years, and then you can't actually do anything with it. Like in, yeah. our, in the south of Ireland, you can't drive more than five kilometers from your house. That's right. Yeah, they're very strict with it down there. Yes, and rightly so. But like, you can't drive further than five kilometers. So what's the point? You know, mm-hmm. I can't yeah. go and see you anymore. So I can't fix Veronica. Finally, get it working and say, "Oh, come on, let's go for a spin at McDonald's and celebrate, like we always do." Can't do that. Yeah. So it's kind of a what's the point, you know? Yeah. Is there a, an end date for these current restrictions here? Actually, March, I believe, which is, is it when March? it all started last year. <laughs> so that's a One good year. sign. I, I got, I've got all of February off in cinema then. Nice. Nice. What are you gonna do with your free time? You no, know I'll probably make some more videos. That would be very good. That they're as good yeah. as the last one was. Not to blow your horn on oh, the internet. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if they're as good as that one, we'd be flying. But uh, I kind of meant like car wise. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm looking at it, I I know I just said there is kind of like a what's the point. But for me, it's a it's a I might never get this time to do them again, and I'd rather have them perfect for when we can do things again so i'm not spending all of my time at the side of the road fixing stuff when we go on adventures like That's i have too, always yeah. done yeah but it's frustrating it's like finally fix this thing can't wait to show it off to the lads and can't <laughs> yeah see i'm well i'm sort of lucky because i'm still working so i'm still driving a fair bit yeah you're getting to use your cars properly and yours <laughs> and mine, yeah. I was tempted at one point there. I'd actually said, hey, "Do you want to swap Subaru for Jag for a while?" But I don't know. Hmm. Kind of oh. Subaru does everything at the minute, so I'm kind of like, hmm, maybe I should just keep the reliable you, one. You, yeah, you do sort of need a Subaru, especially if there's snow coming. Yeah, like we don't even drive the Beetle anymore. The Beetle's parked in the back. The Ford's parked in the back. The Subaru's used for everything now. So, hmm. 
Somebody um, offered to buy your two for. Uh, people offer to buy that thing every five fucking minutes. It's really annoying. I'll put up a photo of something that I've spent ages working on, and then all I'll get is, oh, it's a camper in the background for sale. I'm like, fuck off. They can't be that rare, though, are they? Or are people just looking at cheeky bargain? No, I think it's it's not that they're rare, but a proper coach-built T4 factory proper one like ours isn't the most common. And our van is very tidy. Like, very tidy. You've Martini Stripes set her off nicely, boy. <laughs> yes, lad. Martini <laughs> Stripes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> but, yeah. Fucking thing doesn't even get driven anymore. Like, that's another uh, thing we're doing. We're waiting for the throttle pedal to arrive in Skoda. So I can start driving oh, yeah. a, a fucking big family estate. The most dull project car. I think that is the most dull thing any of us have ever owned. And um, I, th- I think that's a fair point. Yeah. Apart the, the Ponto was at least Italian and different. With the yeah, Ponto, you're yeah. always thinking, oh, I wonder what might go wrong. Nothing did, break but it has the reputation of it, you know? You yeah. know you're playing with fire, but with the Skoda, it's like... Uh, it's like saying woo just bought a new washing machine <laughs> nobody does that like <laughs> and why is that why is skoda not interesting i don't know they, they're it's just a... so conservative but so were the volkswagens if anything in the brand is exciting it's the seats and the seats aren't even exciting no, the Seats are crap. Like, the Seats are meant to be the cool, interesting ones, but the touring car heritage, like, Skoda just made tanks. And Skoda's actually... Yeah. Thought German to... tanks. <laughs> <laughs> the Skoda's thought to be more reliable than the Volkswagens, because it's just, oh, it's a Skoda, but it's the same fucking car. Yeah. Literally, I bought this throttle pedal, and it's off an Audi. It's not even for fucking Skoda. Like, it's the exact same thing, but, like, people just think Skoda is reliable. It's like, it's so fucking... It's just they're all the same. They've rebadged it, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. But, uh, yeah, I suppose we should probably call our quits there. We're a wee bit shorter than usual, but sometimes it's nice to have a nice wee short one. Oh, fair enough, yeah. We've barely talked about cars at all, which, if anything, should probably help our listenership. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks very much for listening, if you've made it this far. I've been Tom Patterson, and this has been... I've been Connor Hughes. Yes. Need to fucking do it. Well, I was waiting for you to say <laughs> it. But... Well, yeah. Well, anyway, and this has been the Wagoncast, the 427 Warriors Sports Podcast. If you could, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a follow on your podcast listening station of choice. If you could check out our YouTube channel, 427 Motorsports, and give us a subscribe, that would really help us more than anything. And if you could also check out our 427 Motorsports web store at 427motorsports.co.uk forward slash store and get yourself some awesome automotive clothing. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you same time next week. Good luck. Good luck. Twin gal. Twin gal.